news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Ed Kalegi. As we've been reporting on Bloomberg, U.S. forces followed up strikes on Syria and Iraq with a new round of attacks against Iran-backed Houthis in Yemen, signaling that President Joe Biden is willing to deepen U.S. involvement in the region's spreading conflict. In a joint operation with U.K. forces and supported by six other countries, including Bahrain, the strikes on Saturday targeted 36 Houthi sites at 13 locations in Yemen, specifically those associated with the group's deeply buried weapons storage facilities, missile systems and launchers, air defense systems and radars. This all according to the Pentagon. It marked the biggest set of strikes against the Houthis since an initial operation in January, also carried out jointly by the U.S. and the U.K. House Speaker Mike Johnson says the U.S. House will next week vote on a standalone $17.6 billion Israel aid package without any Ukraine aid. Johnson said the move is necessary to get aid to Israel in its battle with Hamas in the Gaza Strip because there is no time to consider a package which combines aid to Ukraine and Israel with U.S.-Mexico border security provisions in a timely fashion. That proposal was set to be released soon by the Senate after lengthy negotiations. The Israel bill is the latest sign that House Republicans are prepared to delay action on Ukraine aid indefinitely due to disputes over U.S. migration policy. Aid for Israel is far more popular within the House GOP than aid to Ukraine. Boeing's quality issues will be back in the spotlight on Capitol Hill this week. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager has the story from Washington. Federal Aviation Administrator Michael Whitaker is set to appear before the House Aviation Subcommittee on Tuesday. This week, the panel's highest-ranking members sent Whitaker a letter asking if the FAA's investigation into Boeing has uncovered more quality lapses. The plane maker has been under intense scrutiny after the door plug on an Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 blew out last month, likely due to loose bolts. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. U.S. beef market data show there's plenty of room in the pasture for grazing cattle. Bloomberg's Vinnie Del Judice reports. America's cattle herd is the smallest in 73 years. We're talking all the way back to 1951. Assigned beef prices will remain high for at least a couple of years. The Agriculture Department tallied 87.2 million head as of January 1st in its biannual cow census. U.S. ranchers are culling more cattle than they're breeding in response response to drought, rising feed costs, and high interest rates. Vinnie Del Judice, Bloomberg Radio. American Express is trying to win over Delta customers with revamped SkyMiles credit cards. Bloomberg's Amy Morris reports. American Express is eager to soothe sore Delta Airlines customers who have considered abandoning the airline after last year's SkyMiles loyalty fiasco. So Amex is rolling out several updates to its Delta SkyMiles credit cards that will give additional benefits to users. Now, these updates will also come with a higher annual fee, which Amex says it believes the new benefits will more than pay for. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. Well, there is a new number one cable provider in the U.S., but it's not for the best reason. As people keep cutting the cord, Charter Communications, owner of Spectrum Cable, lost more than a quarter million cable TV subscribers the final three months of last year to hold at just over 14 million. But perennial top cable company Comcast lost nearly 400,000 subscribers during the same stretch and slipped to second. So the celebration over a charter probably isn't more than just a muted, yay. The world's most watched sporting event, the World Cup, will be played in the U.S. in 2026. 
And Sunday at 3 o'clock in New York, FIFA will announce where the final match will be played. Rumors are the final contenders are New York, but really New Jersey, MetLife Stadium, Dallas, really Arlington, Texas, AT&T Stadium. And some say that L.A. is a contender, but the problem there is the new SoFi Stadium would need to be widened and it would be quite costly to do so. In golf, Wyndham Clark shot an incredible 12 under par on Saturday to take the lead after three rounds in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He takes a one-shot lead into Sunday's final round. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Ed Kalegi, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.